0: Are piles of shit.
1: Hello and welcome to DD Valiant Odyssey, a live play podcast played by a group of friends with nothing better to do. Guys, we would really appreciate it if you went over to our Instagram and gave us a follow. Not only will you be able to catch up on all of the great information that DD Valiant Odyssey is presenting, but there is a heap of cool art there for the characters that are presented in the show. Make sure you go and follow us on all of the different media outlets where you can find our podcast. It really does make a difference and it really does help. If you have the time as well, we would appreciate a five-star review and we hope to see you there. All right, guys, let's get into the action. So as you begin following you guys event until you get into the open expanse room where you see a pile of... Uh, Debris, basically that had been blown apart from the central explosion created by one of the diggers from before. And you can see that central hole that leads down into darkness. As you look around, you can see no more green sort of smoke, but you do see two bodies in this area that seem to have serpentine features. One of them chopped basically into sushi and the other one pinned to the back wall or was pinned to the back wall with a spear and had slid down since then. You watch as well as this open expanse has a tiled stone floor and seems to be very well uh, architectured. As you enter, Breton elbows you, Leonidas, and says, One of the best throws that I've ever seen. And he points towards the back of the room. Thanks, Brett. Chuffed. Very chuffed. Mm-hmm. So as you guys get in, you can see these bodies. You can see the hole leading down. And you watch as, as Breton gets down there, he sort of pulls up the scarf as well across his face.
2: Uh, do I... Sorry, do I, um, did I give them out? Did, or
1: Everyone would have got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. You would have been the one to advise it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having knowledge
2: of what's going on here. Yeah, so I'll place mine on as well. Yep. So you guys see them do that. I suggest we uh put on our scarves as the gas could come at any moment. And uh, you don't want to end up like sushi and kebab.
3: I'm going to grab the scarf and actually wrap it around my entire head. It was just like an eye sort of slit that yep. looks like, sort of like a ninja
1: mask. Yep. So you got like Khajiit thing happening.
0: Yeah. Din, din. Right now. I, I already have one that covers my neck, so I just bring it up and just put it over my, my mouth. Common yep. practice for me.
4: It's going to be hard to wear this mask with a beard, isn't it? <laughs> you watch as he puts it
1: on, he just throws it away and says, stuff it, folds the beer up. <laughs> beard up. Beard <laughs> up over his nose and mouth. Um, but no, he ties it on like a, a bandana as you guys survey the area. Uh Roll investigation checks, please. All right, so Halrod, you take in this area and you can see looking around this central squared figure, this seems to be quite... You look around the edges of it and it's definitely like quite well sealed. You can see that the explosion that caused this to open uh only opened like a portion of it and was very poorly constructed, but this screams tomb to you. Mm-hmm. Like not arcane deposit or mine for lodestones which usually form naturally in a place like something's off here in in the fact of usually lodestones are found in like a mined quarry and this is screaming tomb especially because the the squared outline seems to be like a sarcophagus or a actual place of housing a body how, how
2: big how big does this area look?
1: The total room is probably about 40 by 40 feet, but there was those other rooms offset from it with supplies and things like that in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but your knowledge of stonework, of, of masonry, of things like that, you know that, yeah, usually these lodestones are found in unarchitectured places. Mm. So this is starting to...
4: Yeah, gentlemen, there's something really off with this. I don't think this is a... Does it seem like a trap? I don't think it seems like a trap it just doesn't seem like this is a place where you would find Lord Stones seems like uh,
2: you would know what you're talking about when it comes to uh, you want st- to know about stone you talk to a dwarf yeah <laughs> that makes a lot of sense well there is other rooms coming off this this uh but this central square here this just reeks of tomb yeah perhaps this there might be another way down or around perhaps this was uh not meant to be the way down and to trap people but uh from we what can-
4: I know about stormwork, yeah, here when you want to protect a tomb you put in a leather booby trap so this gas that you encountered that turned people into snakes could very well have been a booby trap so we've got to be cautious yes yes I'm going to walk up to the hole and mm-hmm. look down it
1: as you look down it roll a perception check Looking down into the hole, it's pretty dark in here, only getting the light from way back up. Um, so your dark vision is in effect here. And with your dark vision, you're able to see that the uh, the hole leads down a, to a, like a 30-foot drop and then hits like a solid piece of landing and then there seems to be a tunnel that moves down, downward even more into the earth. Down the bottom, however, you do see bones. Roll a nature check. There appears to be a lot of humanoid sort of skeletons and you can piece some parts together. But a lot of them also seem to have like the spine of a snake and the head of a snake for arms or this long elongated neck that leads into a snake head. Like there is just probably, you can't tell how many, but the floor of it seems to be covered in bones, which definitely corroborates what Halrod was saying in terms of a, a tomb. And this space seems to be like five by five. It's very narrow, goes straight down.
3: Well, you're right about being a tomb. There's a bunch of uh, snake human thing bodies down there. Boy, it has to be
1: so snakes. Everybody roll insight checks. Okay, so everybody except for Key, who probably doesn't care less really. But with all the information that you've gathered, with what Leo's told you about Dr Wainwright, with what Halrod said about this place being more like a tomb than a, a quarry or a mine, either Wainwright has lied to her crew to get in here, or she made a grave mistake, which doesn't seem very likely for a scholar of her aptitude. So that also registers with you guys. You're like it's it's almost like that question is like, why would she want to come down here for lodestones? Why would she present this as lodestones when it's clearly and obviously not to the trained eye? That seems like a, a bit of an ulterior motive. You can gather. Okay. Playing back to when you were actually here as well, Leo, with your score and your, your personal knowledge of of Wainwright, having spent a few days with her, um, she was extremely eager to open this area despite safety warnings from others. And including yourself, everyone. And leaving everyone, yes. So she jumped down that hole with very little warning, very little care for anybody else, and she just said, go and, go and get help. Yeah. So, so she's yeah, had half, half a day and a whole night pretty much. So you guys just clock that at the same time as Felix goes and looks down and sees this. Um, Breton comes back from having searched the room as well while you guys were, and he says, There's old rooms in here that are filled with supplies. There's, uh, well, some ancient pottery that probably would have held food at one point. Seems like this used to house, well, people. Whatever their job was, I don't know. But you say this is a tomb? So maybe they kept the joint... Guardians of the tomb part. Well, were guardians of the tomb? Mm.
2: Either way, as you said, caution. Do we want to have a look for another way down, or do we just want to go down? With your check
1: before as a stonemason, you—if this is a tomb—and it seems like the people up here were, the, if they were in fact the guardians. Having multiple ways into a tomb would not be a good idea, especially if they're trying to keep something, keep something safe, or keep something housed, or keep something in.
4: I think
2: I think this might be the only way down, Master Ranger. Felix is already like sort of halfway crawling down this wall. Uh, very well. Um, Leo's going to go over and have a peer down as well, oh. um, and would like to make a medicine check. To see if you'll take fall damage or if it's too far to like jump down or whatever. So, you uh, need a, uh,
1: yeah, you can check without even a check. Okay. You look
2: down, it's further
1: than you could jump without either a scale, a climb, or a rope. You two, however, Key and Felix look at it and you've climbed higher things before. You guys have a climb
3: speed. Um, yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm like, like sort of, yep. you know, how babies um, kind of cool
0: down the stairs. I'm sort of like doing that off the ledge right now as yeah. I lower myself down. So I think Felix has the right idea. Uh, we can probably get down there pretty quick. Maybe we can see what's down there and uh, assess if there's something that we can use to get his, get the rest of his down here. We're all coming down. Or I could just use my climbing kit. You have a climbing kit. What are we talking about? Let's go.
1: <laughs> Let's set it up, dwarf. You watch as Breton and Halrod begin setting up the pythons, tying the rope towards the hole and then throwing the rope down. At this point, however, if you, Key, and Felix would have wanted to climb down while this is getting set up, you can. Yeah. Do you have a climbing
3: speed, Leonidas? <coughs> too no. too okay. big for a climb speed.
1: Yeah. So um, Felix, Felix definitely gets down to the bottom. And as you fall down the bottom, there is this clunking sound. And as you look around, you're probably ankle deep in bones. <laughs> It'd be very hard to move quietly, at least in this portion. Key, would you have gone down too or waited?
0: No, I've gone down as well.
1: Okay. So you land next to um, Felix as well, and you get the same. You get that. And clink down, and you look towards the bones, and you can see that there is a human skull and then like a snake skull, and that
3: doesn't appear to be anything that you can connect as humanoid. I just look at Key and be like, Hmm, gross. And then keep walking to it, like have a look around into that little tunnel I saw. Yep. So
1: you guys probably get down two or so minutes before the rest of the party. So if you wanted to venture down, you could. Is that what you're doing? Just, uh, just have a look.
0: Yeah, we'll look around. I'll look up, and um, at that point, when I look up, where is uh, Leonidas? So
1: Leonidas is probably, well, where would you be? As these two climb down, Breton and Halrod are tying off the rope, getting ready and just about to throw it down into the hole. I'd probably be looking down.
2: If, yeah. if if they haven't gone down yet, I'd probably just be either waiting to go down using the climbing kit or figuring out a way to. Okay.
1: So as you look back up the hole, it's lighter up there than it is down here. So you can see it very, very clearly and prominently. Uh, masks on, you just see Leonidas sternly looking down towards you. And he can see you
0: guys and you can see him. I, uh, I look and turn to Felix and I point up and I say, too much weights, not enough speed work, useless prick. You probably heard that echoing up the hall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Snarls. <laughs> uh, you begin making your way down the pathway and eventually the, the actual, the hallway is seemingly masoned along the side, but the roof seems to be like stalagmites and stalactites. As you begin winding through, it's probably five foot wide, if not narrower at times, and you probably walk about 20 or so feet stealthily. Roll a stealth check. So not as quietly as you'd hope, stepping on a bone here and there like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you guys begin probably 20 or so feet along, you can see that it winds to the left and downward, and then it starts to get very, very dark. Uh, Your dark vision only giving you so much in this area. At that point, the rope would have dropped down and you can hear and see it just drop down into the area. Breton looks up to you, Leonidas, and says, Is this a venture you want me to join you on or shall I man this keep and make sure that nothing gets out except for you four?
2: I'll leave this one up to you, Breton. You may join us on this quest if you so choose or you may protect this. He looks towards you and says... This is a little bit strange too for Leo because normally he'd be like either stay or he'd just Yeah, he'd give the order. Yeah. Yeah. So Breton looks towards you
1: and says I'd hate to see if anything like what you described to me before reaches the general population. It would be my honour to be trusted with such a task. And please do not mistake this for cowardice.
2: I will entrust you to be the guardian of the tomb. Give him like a warrior's yep. handshake, and he'll take it as well.
1: And you watch as he slings the axe over his back, sits down on a nearby stone, and he just looks at the hole.
4: From the from the rope
1: you hear,
2: screw that, bring the heavy lift over us. <laughs> I start to come down. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, you watch as the two of them eventually, um, you find yourself in the in the bony pit as well, and you look down and you can see the two shadowed areas that indicate Key and also Felix are. Probably about 20 or so, 30 feet away from you guys. Venture on. All right, so at that, uh, roll your stealth checks, please. So I'll get you guys to re-roll your stealth checks as well as the four of you are now inside the area. I'm just roll out Come
0: here. Come on, Grog.
1: Oh, nice. Most of you pretty well stealthed. You start to sort of maneuver over the wall where you need to. Felix, like you sort of jump off and parkour off of it around a set of bones as the rest of you begin moving your way through. It starts to get very dark in here, um, even for your dark vision it's hard for you to see and it descends downward and towards the left and eventually as it gets to that darkened point your paws slash feet
4: hit something wet. Hang on lads, I've got a lamp in my pack, let me let me fire this up. Am I able to just pour, like, use my radiant hands? <laughs>
1: oh, do they emit a light, does it say in the ability? 'Cause otherwise that's essentially like a light spell which you'd get for free. Um But rod begins lighting a lamp either way. Um that's a hooded lantern and you can determine how far the light spreads out. Mm. The minimum being ten feet around you, the maximum I think
3: being twenty or thirty feet. Not really. Okay. Just for radiant sunbolt. Yeah. So it's just when I attack something. So
1: I'll say that you do spark them up, and as you do, you get very little light coming off of them, almost like a glow around your hand. So if you held it up to something, I'd say yes, you could see it. Yeah. But other than that, you'd probably wait until the lantern's lit and you'd definitely get a lot more. Uh, as the lantern does light and your eyes sort of adjust, you do see what looks like a shallow puddle of water that seems to, as the as the path levels out, it just sort of sits in this area and it's it's just sort of caressing one sort of side and the, the pathway goes on afterwards and leads upward almost. Uh, as you look as well, I'll get you all to roll perception checks. Okay, so all of you except for Leo look at this expanse. Leo, you're looking beyond making sure that nothing comes for your party, doing the ranger thing. Um, but the three of you standing at the edge of this puddle, all of you look in it and then they're sitting there ejecting it out of the puddle. You just see catching on the firelight this flicker of gold. You travel your eyes down into it and it seems to be like a totem of some kind. It's probably like a foot long. And you can see that it looks like it's a totem of a female that seems to be holding a bow, long hair, looks pretty old and if the light didn't shine on it, it probably wouldn't look as shiny and you can see where it is submerged in the puddle. It seems to have gone that greeny coppery colour. That So it's shiny? It's shiny. I'm going to pick it up. All right, he moves straight forward through the puddle picks it up.
0: Felix, wait! <laughs> <laughs>
1: damn backseat. as you go and pick it up you look at it and it is an incredibly beautifully sculpted statue of a female archer you can see surrounded at the base at her feet she seems to be standing on a rock and then surrounding the rock there is this lynx this very large and majestic looking lynx that just seems to be growling off in the distance and on the base as well you turn it upside down you can see a cluster of arrows that seem to be crisscrossed almost like a symbol or a or an imprint by the designer as you look towards it and you hold it up into the light there's this greeny brown sort of glow that flicks through it and you watches it almost like it almost starts to melt in your hands but the rest of you 3 looking at it you guys just see Felix holding up this idol basically and he's just entranced by it you watches his eyes go that big puss in boots around as he's looking at it and he's bringing it closer and closer to his face and you can see that it's it's still solid but as you look at it Felix it just melts through your hands And I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. As you hold it, you watch as this melting copper gold-like melt from this idol just begins to move its way over your hands and then halfway down one arm and then it stops. As you try to move your arms from that position they're held there so you're constantly and consistently in this pose of holding this you look down and can turn your head around but your arms are stuck where they were so I can move my head yep and your legs it's basically like you got a rock arm and another rock forearm
0: uh Felix Are are you okay um no What's wrong? I can't move my arms. Can you move your feet? You walk. Yes. Okay. Well, there's the silver lining. What's wrong with mouth this? his mouse still works.
3: Hey, Mr. Rock Expert. Yes. Can you look at this and see what's wrong?
4: I mean, I can have a look, but didn't we always say, didn't we say as well, you should proceed with caution? As you say that, you watch as this green flash emanates
1: from your arms and you start to feel yourself being racked with pain. Um, You take three points of uh, force damage as this green energy just moves straight through his body and you also hear this cracking noise as the rock begins to spread and then roll a constitution saving throw for me. Well, that's not good. As As you, Felix, had seen the idol melt, the three of you actually just saw him drop it and it sits there in the water now. Eight. Okay, so you watch then as the rock begins to spread across your chest and up half of your neck and down the side of one leg as this green flash looks like this rock is spreading. Roll an investigation check, Halrod. Uh, This is progressive and you've seen some creatures, including like basilisks and things like that, that turn people to stone and end up petrifying them. If it spreads a lot, Uh, this could get dangerous very quickly. You also know that in this state, his arms and whatever part of him that stone is very...
4: If it breaks, it'll fall off. Yep. You might be in a spot of bother, Felix. <coughs> What's the matter, Hellrod? Um, just from what I know from history, that there's some creatures that turn people to stone, and uh, if he loses any parts of his body during this, he's going to lose it permanently.
2: Can I do a uh, medicine check? See if like anti venom or anything that I have would work. It. You have no idea how to fix this. You've probably never encountered
1: anything like this before. Uh, Key, roll an investigation check for me. Okay, so looking at it, this is definitely progressive and you look down towards the golden idol and every time it flashes green, so does Felix's body. I'll get you both now, Halrod and Felix, to roll investigation checks. Okay, so you having transfixed on this idol, Halrod, you looking down at the idol as well with your... Sorry, was that... Did I say investigation? You did. I meant religion. Okay. Religion check. So what's your score with the religion?
4: Still 17. Okay. Uh, it's a six. Okay.
1: So, yeah. Not being familiar with the the different sort of deities, but still looking at the idol uh, key, you're sort of trying to piece it together. But, Halrod, you look down and you can, you can remember the tales being told in um, Undercliff about a deity that used to travel with a lynx the goddess of the hunt whose name was Kasona. She was a champion of the people and somebody who during the Great Gods War she basically slew a whole bunch of, of monsters. She's generally regarded as a good deity so you don't know why this is happening unless something or someone down here has tainted that
4: idol. Uh, let me just try something Felix and uh, hope to ho- hope to model it works. So nobody touched the idol. Ah, uh, incorrect. I was going to I was going to attack it. Oh, sugar. Seven.
1: Seven. So you hit and you just get this green force field that batters up against it. Um, You feel like the force of your attack wasn't enough to break through its arcane nature. Mm. Uh, As it does that, you watch as it flares and um, Felix, roll a constitution save for me. So as you hit it, uh, Halrod, and it flares, you watch as some of the green energy moves from Felix's body and back into the idol, almost like it was using that energy to try and protect itself. And you watch as your torso and your neck stop being stoned, but your arms are still exactly where they were. Um, you're racked with pain once again, but you you feel it just recede a bit and you can breathe a little easier as your chest moves in and out. So you actually take one point this time. Can we all see that? Force damage, yes. You all would see it. Uh, Harold. I'm going to attack it as well. Attack it with your sword? Yep, go for it. Key's yep. <laughs> just sitting there going, what the Uh, 14, 14, that'll hit, roll your damage 11 11 points of damage As you hit it, you basically smash through this green arcane force of the idol And as it smashes through, you watch as you chop it basically in half And the green energy of it subsides And you watch as this fractal cracking happens around Felix's body And you watch as the stone slowly fades away You move your fingers, Felix How
0: do you feel, Felix? That was a close one. Uh, Did you have something to say, Key? (laughs) Yeah, you went ahead to to something that was definitely connected to him. You had no idea that was going to kill him. It was clearly hurting him. Anyway, it worked in our favour, I think. Good work.
2: Can I just do a uh, medicine check to see if he's, like, okay? Of course, roll a medicine check. Thank you, Alrod. That was quick thinking.
4: Ah, uh, should have been a quicker.
1: Uh, looking at him, he seems damaged and you can see some of his fur is scorched with arcane blast, but he seems medically okay. Like he's breathing, his pulse is back to normal. Yeah. His muscles seem to have range of movement. It's just the the outlying effects of the force attack. Well, next time we'll be a
2: bit more careful, won't we, Felix? You're starting to get the vibe that he might have some... M- animosity yes
1: animosity M- M- me anemonymity M- M- all right so what do you guys do
3: move on forward
1: you slowly track through this puddle and eventually make your way to the other side and I, as- I also have my shield ready yeah okay noted yep uh Halrod, you holding the the lantern you make your way down and as the uh, pathway sort of tapers up a little bit you watch as it opens up into this expansive room you expand the light on the Uh, lantern and as you do you can hear the dripping coming from your right and you can see this slow pool of water that seems to be emanating in this space that seems to be just completely still except for one drop that seems to come from a stalagmite above that just ripples through interestingly enough though however around the edges of you you see these piled mounds of what look like stone Sort of look like stone, but in this area, you can see that it leads up into the cavern. Uh, throughout, there's almost like a raised platform above towards the left, and then to the right, you can see another pathway that seems to lead down into the darkness. Um, so as you look into this
2: area, what would you like to do?
0: We should probably, uh, the mounds, yeah, we should probably go up and investigate. What kind of caution do you think we should take? Extreme. Do you think it's, um, would be something that's more, do you think being quiet would be very important right now? Or is it more of a matter of being seen? I think, uh, I don't
2: think it's a matter of being seen. I think there's probably going to be traps that might be set off on.
4: Well, they almost got Felix before.
2: Yeah. So I, I reckon, I don't think it's, you know, yeah, a job for anyone in particular. I think we should all just go and investigate. But uh, I'm no expert here. how Rod, howard's the, uh, the, the,
4: the the structure stone of the expert. room. The structure of the room seems safe enough. we just gonna be cautious with how we move. Make sure he doesn't get left alone with something shiny again.
1: The shiniest thing in this room is the surface of the water, and you can see that this room is seemingly more organic, organically constructed than as uh, than masoned. Uh, however, as you look up towards the left-hand side, you can see that that cliff face seems to be quite masoned in its structure, like smoothed out, almost like a temple or part of a temple wall seems to have been erected there or was there at
4: a time. We should probably check out the room, check out that platform, see if there's anything up there.
0: Okay, we'll move slowly and... Check for traps. Check for traps.
1: Okay. Um, Who's checking for traps?
0: Not me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, you both, Leonidas and Key, begin checking for traps? Almost competitively. Yep. And as that competitive nature spurs you on Key, it gives you advantage because he's assisting. All right. Looking through, that's the surface of the water irks you. You don't see anything in particular trap wise, but that just the stillness of it is weird. And then that single drop is just eerie as it ripples out. You look towards the mounds as well, and as you look towards them, it seems to be like a mud brick construction—not even a mud brick, but like a mud mound construction. But you can see things poking out of them, and that sort of makes you a little wary as well.
2: Okay. Uh, What what seems to be poking out? Like dicks and. You're not too sure at this distance, and neither is Key.
0: Can I see where the water is dripping from, or is it too far up and too dark?
1: Um, you can see it just seems to be dripping from what looks like a stalagmite or a stalactite. Which one's the one that comes from the roof?
0: Stalactite, hold on tight.
1: There you go. <laughs> stalactite, hold on tight. That's like something that you learned <laughs> you just locked in there. <laughs> yeah, you can see it dropping, uh, dripping from the roof off of that. Just seems like the longest one is just...
0: I cautiously move to a mound. Yep. And I observe with every step to try and make out what is sticking out of okay. these mounds.
1: So as you get close up, You watch as your feet hit the dry surface, making way and keeping far away from that water. You move towards the closest mound, and as you get about 10 feet away from it, you can see bones sticking out of it. Unmistakable white sheen of bone, seemingly humanoid. And then you look to one in the distance, and you can see bone as well. Roll a nature check. Looking at these mounds, you can see that they're they're sort of speckled around this area and you can see that all of them seem to have bones in them. It's almost like waste or droppings or the the digested remains of something that has just sat here and now hardened over time. That is one big pile of shit.
0: That's one big (laughs) pile of shit.
1: How far away am I from the other guys? I'd say you'd probably only ventured 20 or so feet away because that's how far the light spreads and you probably wouldn't have gone outside of the light.
0: All right, so I can just talk normally and they can hear me or do I need to yell? Uh, a lot of the sound is amplified in
1: this echoey okay. tomb. So even like your stealth checks and your foot footsteps, as silent as you tried to be, they still seem to echo more than what you're used to. And that that dripping is almost deafening. It's just going through the whole cavern. Who's closest to me? Probably Leonidas having been observing you intently.
0: Okay. So he's not really moving, he's just watching me? Yeah. Great. I turn to move to him. I walk as slowly as possible, as quietly as possible till I get to about whispering distance. And I say to him, These are piles of shit. I'm telling you, there are bones inside these mounds. I, I can't, I'm not a scientist, but it looks like it's almost fossilized within what was waste, fecal matter. I didn't lick it, if that's what you're asking.
2: Oh. I, I would
0: have thought you would have, but uh, I'm glad you didn't. What I'm thinking is these are really old and solidified. Which means these these aren't fresh; these are really old. Mm. Whether that means something leaves and comes back, or something sleeps.
2: Yes, there could be a uh, bigger, badder serpent of some description down here. Uh, whether he or she is uh, still alive. Being resurrected, perhaps? We'll, we'll find out, but I think we should be very cautious.
0: Well, the question remains do we follow the piles of shit? Or do we turn back and perhaps take the dark path? Well,
2: taking the dark path could uh, be a good option, but if we go further into the shit, then who knows? what we might get ourselves into. Perhaps we should put this to the party. Let's do that. We
0: start uh, tiptoeing back and we're like... Yeah, we
2: sort of signal to... Yeah, like it. moving through a field of dog shit. puddle like, <laughs> up. Yeah.
1: You watch as Halrod also, I'll say that Halrod turns the light down a little bit as well. Dodging the nuggets. Mm. <laughs> you relay the conversation you just had to the party. And open up the floor for discussion. How high are these mounds?
2: They're probably about three or so feet high. But how how far up do they <laughs> wait, how far up do they sort of go? Could you say? What do you mean? Oh, like the dispersal of them? <laughs> yeah, like is there is it just sort of one big one or is it like a nah, bunch of like, landmines, yeah. Okay. as you look through
1: this area, there's probably about three or four in your general vicinity. Uh, and they're randomly spaced apart and some are bigger than others, but all of them seem to have these bones throughout them. You haven't actually investigated them to see if they contain anything else or or anything like that, but... Looting shit piles. Let's go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, it's up to you. It's <laughs> a Jurassic Park. Yeah. Something's come into it, chat, and then left? Or does it seem like, like, potentially could I um, perceive if it's, like, come down from the roof. Like, it doesn't look like it's the drop pit. It just looks like they've come into this room. From what you can see from the light
1: that you've given, this is a sealed cavern in terms of its roof. Uh, there is a bit of an incline that leads to the to the left, as I said before. And that's but where it came from? You don't know. Um, you're not sure the direction of, of any of it. You just see these piles of, of now shit that you know. Uh, this area of water and the pathway that leads to the right-hand side that seems to be a darkened passage.
2: So where did we come from? You guys came from behind you, basically. Oh, okay. So we've come down and this is like an intersection sort of?
1: Yeah, it's like an open... We've got a
2: left area. and right path.
1: and Yeah, and, and this head. is like an open... It's probably... 60 feet around but it's a natural sort of cave area right okay yeah so you've gone from masoned walls along the side of the pathway you're following and now this is an open cave and then there seems to be another masoned wall to the left and the dark passageway to the right but there is like a 60 foot round room and in the center of it there is this pool that just has this single drip um you can see that that pool also backs off into the back of the wall uh, of this cavern that you're in
2: Uh, how big how big's the pool
1: sort of thing 20 to 30 feet around um, but it's probably 40 feet from the start of it where you are towards where it hits the back wall okay
2: well we could see if there's a way out with the water like
0: a oh, another way I guess what I'm thinking is there's something big enough here to shit these poles, these mounts Yeah, or was. Shit piles half my height, my hand point out. I I, I don't know what... I could be wrong, but I think that whatever that thing is, it will be up that way, where the the back end, where it goes up. Whereas I I also think that dark passage back there, and again, I've got no idea, also goes in the same direction, but perhaps because it looks smaller... It wouldn't be an avenue where this thing travels. Doesn't mean to say we won't come across anything that's small and dangerous in there.
4: I think he might have a point there. This might be a chamber for a a creature that guards further on in the passageways. So So
2: what you're saying is we should take the non
0: masoned path or the masoned path? Uh, The the dark. I'm thinking the dark passage because at the least there will be smaller things that we can handle in there. Is that to the left or the right? It was to the right. To the right. To the right. So the left one's the mason one
2: with mm-hmm. the yeah, with the mounds. Yeah. So I don't have too much of a opinion on it. So
0: I'll go with the party. We go to the left or we go to the right. Here's the thing, though. If we go right, our dark vision is not that good down here. Am I mistaken?
1: No,
0: you're right. So do we have anything that illuminates? What each or besides At least- the
4: lamp? A lab, we've
0: got a lab. We you already... know
4: one I've been using for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, oh, he's been, yeah, he's
1: been using one. <laughs> I'll, cu- I'll cut that so you don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, please do yeah. keep
0: it in there, Tora. Right. Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm th- the inspiration mm.
0: is your, your dark vision is not that good.
3: <laughs> this woman, wouldn't she be going into the tombs? Or shouldn't we follow the mason part? Sure, let's go in the direction of the shit heaps. <laughs> well.
1: Roll an insight check. All right, so Leo, you're looking for danger. The rest of you, however, thinking about the track that this woman who dove down this hole alone would have taken, knowing it seems now that her ambition may be ominous, it's probably more likely that she's looking for something in here, if not... So, yeah, thinking about the purpose that she actually would have come down here for and having a look at both sort of ways... You're not sure where she would have gone, but all you can gather is she probably wasn't looking for lodestones.
4: I think Felix might have a point. About what? She was heading towards the, t- the tombs, not the dark paths. Ah. Why do you think that? Well, let's let's be honest. If she was really looking for lodestones, she'd be in quarried areas, not in a tomb that was sealed off for whatever reason. So my my best guess is that she's heading towards the tombs because she wants an artefact that lies within there, not the... T- not the... not lodestones.
3: I concur.
2: Very well, so we'll head towards the tomb. Yes, follow the shit.
1: All right, you guys eventually make your way out of this area. You turn your lantern just enough so it lights yourselves and you carefully make your way through the area trying to avoid the four piles of shit that you see. You make your way to the mason wall, and in the middle of it you can see a mason staircase that leads up probably 10 10 to 12 stairs. On either side, you can see what looks like an idol that looks similar to the gold one that you had found, except these ones are stone-created, and they both seem to be facing outward. Um, As you make your way up and past them, you get to this platform that seems to be quite flat, you can see that it's probably about 40 feet by 20 feet. And on there, you can see more piles of this refuse. You can see there seems to be more of them here. Uh, I'll get you guys to roll a general perception chip. All of you except for Felix look through these piles and you can see that the bones seem to be very much decomposed. However, the armor that you can see shining through does not. And as you get close, Leonidas, you can see that they all seem to have the symbols of this clustered arrow. Uh, you also see it, uh, Halrod, and you know that to be the symbol of... <gasps> of uh, Kasona, the god of the hunt and you can see various helmets that seem to denote that they were at least aligned with her in life in some way uh, Key, as you look up past this plateau area where these piles of refuse are, you can see another set of small staircases that leads into what looks like an open doorway uh, that goes into the darkness it's almost like two pylons that lead into this open doorway almost like a temple or a shrine was edificed into the stone but that's what you see.
0: Well, it, was, it seems to be one direction unless you wanna delve into the piles of shit. Is there a looting opportunity, do you think? Well, if you we can go through the digestive tract of something and still look good, might be worth keeping. Can I have a look at the statues? Mm-hmm. The uh, the two statues are there?
4: Mm-hmm. Uh
3: you want me to investigate or yeah, investigate. <laughs> what are you trying to glean? Um, just if they have a purpose okay
1: okay so looking at them you see these two statues pointing outward and they both have the symbol of the clustered arrows on them you look towards the doorway that Key had just also seen and you can see above that there is the symbol of the clustered arrows so worship
3: can I make some sort of religion check because she's the that we're talking about the statues I was holding with the links and everything like that yep Can I make a sort of, uh, not I'm really good for religion, but a religion check to see if there's any correlation between her and snakes? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so looking at this,
1: basically a religious sort of temple, you can see that there does seem to be a connection between this animal, this thing that's in here, and this goddess, uh, Kasona. The link you're not too sure about because you've never really studied any form of religion. So you wouldn't just magically have the knowledge in your brain. But you're getting like a protectorate vibe from this sort of temple. Like this temple, although the artifact cursed you previously, you can see that there is definitely a form of beauty in its sculpture and therefore there's like a protectorate vibe. And knowing that there was one entryway above and then people sort of sitting in that area, living in that area, there's almost like a religious protectorate vibe that's sort of happening. So whether this is a creature that she hunted and found and is keeping uh, for the safety of others or whether this is like a kill that she confirmed or whether she is in alliance with it, you're not too sure, but you're getting like a protectorate sort of vibe from from this. But obviously something has seemed to have gone wrong in this tomb mm-hmm. because there's obviously corresponding armour with this deity that now seems to be in pile of shit.
2: Leo's going to attempt to uh, get the armour. You watch as Leo moves straight
1: over, grabs one of the arm guards and just poof, reefs it out, roll an athletics check. All right, so as you pull it, you reef it loose and you get this entire arm. But as you do, you watch as the entire pile of shit just crumbles in on top of each other and you watch this green gas begin to permeate out of it. Can you please roll a constitution save?
2: With my scarf on?
1: With your scarf on will be advantage. So con save? Con save, yeah. I, I wouldn't say any of you will be close enough to him. All right, so as you sort of pull the mask up around your face as this green gas just whiffs up and just exposes itself into the, the air, it stinks like it reeks really, really badly of rot, acidity. You get that musky, rotten smell that you got when you opened the door initially, mm-hmm. but you sort of resist the effects. You sort of close your eyes really, really tightly. You watch them sheen this golden colour and then they sort of go back to to your regular sort of look but you have this guard in your hand now, and as you look at it and inspect it, it seems to be like the guard of an archer that goes on a forearm, and you can see one symbol that seems to have this cluster of arrows. Looking at it, you can see that there are some priestly or religious sort of symbols all around it, and you feel like this belonged to a guardian of this temple or a priestess or a priest of Kusona. And as you look into the temple and you look towards the guard, you kind of get like a sanctuary kind of
2: vibe, but it's been defiled in some way. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to... Yeah, is any of the water still around or is it like all the way back? It's back down the other way. Yeah. So there was a rise that you guys went up. Yeah, went yeah. Up so I'm just going to...
1: um. Have a shell, like, maybe? No, I'm just going to put it in my backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you put it in your backpack and as you do, what are the rest of you guys doing? Maybe not loot the piles of crap
3: then.
2: Yeah, be careful of the shit.
3: Is that the stained green stuff you encountered earlier? Yeah, it seems to be. So this thing excretes it? Potentially, yeah.
4: So the gas that came out of the tomb before then came from the creature itself?
2: Well, I don't think it came from the creature, perhaps, but maybe it was just trapped gas, and then when it was uh, opened, the gas come flooding out. So what did you pull out? I found this uh, arm guard. Seems to be from an archer. Possibly a guardian or someone of this cave. Was he all in one piece? It was just an arm that you pulled out and you just got the wrist guard. He was not.
0: Okay, that's a relief.
2: just seemed to be an arm.
0: In what
4: bloody universe is that a relief? My train of thought is can, can try to swallow it
0: whole. Exactly.
4: Zombies. Possible, yeah. but no. <laughs> Which probably means there's multiple large creatures in here that can rip us apart and eat us. Can
1: Maybe. you all four please make a wisdom saving throw? As you guys are having this conversation, Felix, you're looking at each person as they're speaking with this smile on your face, not really knowing what's going on, and you watch as the volume of that conversation fades and almost muffles, and you hear this...
2: Help me.
3: I quickly like spin around like, who's there? Help me, I need you. Where are you? Inside. It has me quick. There's no time to waste in the doorway. Help me. You're standing in the doorway? Through the temple. They're in the walls. It has me, quickly.
1: What has you? You just hear that. Voice? You guys stop your argument and look towards Felix, who's literally looking toward the temple.
2: What's going on? What's the matter with him? Somebody grab him
4: before
3: he does something daft. Someone needs help. Who? I don't know. They're in the walls. Something has them. It seemed to be like a feminine
1: voice. Female. Gonna do a uh, insight check. Roll an insight check.
4: I repeat my previous statement. Someone grab him before he does something stupid.
1: Ah, uh, he seems to really believe what he's talking about. Whether it's true or not, you're not sure.
0: Yep. Keith, there's someone there. It might be the lady we're looking for. Could be. Are you still feeling okay after that whole statue endemic? Fine. Well, well, what do you uh, want to do about it? Well, they asked for help. We have to try and help. We are here to find somebody. And you say it was a female voice? Female voice. says something had them. And they're through the doorway.
3: How did they talk to you? In the walls. Uh, I, I don't know. I just heard a whisper. It sounded like it was all around me. I, you you I didn't hear it? Come. Come quickly. And I was telling me to come quickly. Come,
2: come
0: where? Oh, through the doorway. This Very could well. be a trap. Or this could be a person <laughs> needs help. but This is definitely a trap. Either way, <laughs> we let's, bring, let's bring the trap. Yeah, we should investigate.
2: All right. I'm up. Is it uh, big enough for us to go two up? Yes. Yeah, the
1: doorway is at least 15 feet wide. This temple is pretty like you look towards the door of the temple that's edificed into the stone wall and you see it's like 40 feet high uh, and probably about 20 feet wide and the doorway seems to be very uh, elaborately carved into the stone. Uh, you do see that cluster of arrow symbols. And it just seems to be sitting there above.
0: All right, me and Harold, we'll, we'll enter first. We'll quickly survey very quickly on the other side. And if it looks clear, we'll call you to come in, just in case. Agree. Well. I'll stay here with Felix. All right, I'll, let's go. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: You brandish your axe, key. You walk by his side and you begin walking through this temple door. As you do, you can see as you enter this entry portion of the temple, you can see a wall with a carving on it, probably about 15 feet into the doorway. And you can see uh, pillars that seem to hold the roof up They go beyond it. There is a way around this wall to the left and to the right. But as you look upon this wall, you can see a carving that seems to be very beautifully made. You can see it as a carving of a woman with long flowing hair, a lynx by her side and an archer's bow. And she seems to be pointing it upward at this incredible serpentine figure that seems to have this cobra like cobra like hood. It seems to permeate half its body and you can see these razor-like spines going down its back and it seems to be lunging toward her. As you look at the next panel along, you can see that she's standing on top of it, raising a bow to the ceiling and you can see that the lynx is sort of curled around her foot as well. At that next panel, it's like a panel of three, you can see that there seems to be a whole bunch of guards standing around this 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 masoned block of stone And you can see all of them seem to have a hand over their chest on their heart. All of them have bows. And you notice they all seem to be wearing similar arm guards to the one that Leonidas found. They seem to be standing around this stone crafted box, which you can assume to
0: be like a containment box. Why can't anything ever be in just words? Mm, Although it does tell a story. What do you make out of
1: this story? Okay, so looking at it, you can see that this goddess of the hunt probably tracked down this monster that seems to be ancient in its demeanour. You can see this creature, it doesn't say a name, but you sort of make out that there is this general evil that seems to denote from it. Kasona slew this beast and her followers entombed it, probably in this place. And they are blessed by her to keep it here. Why they would need to keep something that is already slain, you don't know. But this religious deity felt like there was a need for it, according to the myth.
4: And I'll relay
0: that to, uh, to Key so he's aware of it. Mm-hmm. So what are you thinking? It's it's some sort of uh, group of men that, uh, or group of people that seem to be protecting something to keep something in here. They all have the same sort of inscription on them. They all seem to be all pointing bows at a serpent-like creature. I think it just it comes across as like, um,
4: if, if they've got to try and keep it in here, then it, it has to be able to come back to life. Well, that's the
0: thing. It's, what if it is? What if it has already come back to life? He just found a bracelet mm. with the insignia on it. Which means he's already killed everybody here that was meant to guard it. Maybe. Do we get the other guys? Yeah, we might have
4: to get the other guys. This could be bad.
1: Okay. All right, you make your way back out to Leonidas and Felix who are waiting for you. I imagine all four of you venture in. Mm. After relaying the story, obviously. Indeed. So you make your way through and Felix and Leo, you also see the inscription on stone, which is quite massive. And as you make your way around the side of the temple, you can see that these pillars sort of off eventually and you can see it opens up into this very large wide cavern in the center of which you can see two large stone basically broken down pieces of rune looking at them hellrod you can see that they probably once used to be in a squared fashion and you get this smell coming from it and you can see this water that begins to sort of trickle through in a pool and as you look towards this area this room is quite large and the caves around the outside sort of move across into the top area as you walk in Felix you hear this noise that says
3: yes I'm here quickly I need you it's that voice again they're here
1: everybody except for Felix roll a perception check Uh, so Halrod and Key looking around you can see over towards the left near a piece of fallen stone a shabbily put together leather journal that looks out of place. It's just rested on stone right there. And Felix, you're looking around and you look towards Leonidas, who's just sort of polishing
4: this um, arm guard. Leo, is that the doctor's journal over there? What journal? Oh, (laughs) goddammit. As they pointed out to you, you see it and it looked like the one that... That journal? Yeah, that is hers this might answer some answer some questions for us gentlemen
1: you move towards it as you do Felix you hear
3: quickly quickly it has me in its grasps I need you can I make an insight check
4: mhm
1: okay so first of all weird is coming into your head like that second of all sounds like the tone is very inviting almost desperately so and that's what you gather 22. like you, you can't discern truth or, or lie because it's very hard when there's not a face to read as part of your insight but from the voice and the tone it seems desperate whether it's desperate to be rescued or desperate to get you there you
3: don't know uh Helrod stop for a second stopping it seems too needy I well, see I'm going for
4: the book not any particular thing I think that's there for a reason
3: Quite possibly. Is there any loose rubble around? Yeah, there's heaps. I'm going to pick up a st- stone mm-hmm. and like throw it towards the book.
2: As you throw it towards the book. Is it very loud? Yeah,
1: yeah. loud through this whole thing.
3: Does it seem sort of movement in the background? No, but you all hear this sliding noise. Like oh. something
1: heavy moving across a stone floor.
3: I think we should uh, pull back and make ready. Can I perceive with my cat hearing? Roll a perception check. All right, so the
1: sliding continues and it seems to start to get closer and closer to your position. Then you hear footsteps on stone coming out above one of the runes. You see it first, Felix. You see dark haired figure, scholarly glasses and robes of Sarah Wainwright. She looks down to you, Leo, and says, well, I can see that you get the help that I required. See, the help wasn't so much to help me. It was more to help her. And you look over and you can see behind her this large writhing, Serpent that seems to be almost like 60 feet tall. You see this large hood just rippling in the sound of this cavern. You can see this large hissing inhale. Just uh, you see these two large teeth that seem to be protruding from it, dripping this venomous caustic liquid. And you can see this forked tongue just sort of poke through. You can see these red eyes just sort of blazing, looking towards you. As it looks towards you and begins to sway, you hear a voice inside your head, Felix, that says, God. as it's just sort of swaying. Uh, and you need to roll one more wisdom saving throw, please. With A22, you feel this presence enter your mind and with the sight of this looking towards you and this Seraphine Wainwright standing there looking down upon her glasses at you that's shining in what little light there is, you sort of snap to it, looking at your allies getting ready with their swords and shields and you know that this is a deception looking through it. You feel this presence snap into your mind and everything else that seemed to have been deafened before, it's almost like your senses are heightened. And as you look at it, you see this snake-like figure just sort of pull back. And then Wainwright stands before you and says, This creature, Azulo, the deceiver, she's been asleep for many years. She required resurrection. And I was the one to do it.
4: She's hungry. For the love of God, why, woman?
1: You betrayed
4: us all. Well,
1: that depends on your motive. See, I came about an object. An object that led me to this area. A place that allowed me to cast the ritual spell and awaken Azulo once more. After she wrought havoc upon this temple destroying all of the arches of Kasuno. I knew that if I was to release her, I would be rewarded. And at the very least, I would be known throughout time as the one that was able to wield such a powerful creature and get exactly what I want, to go where I want. The freedom that this power would give me. You have no idea how tempting it is all I had to do was free her and all it wants to do is feed on you so hold still if you please and you watch as she begins making her way down the runic stairs and you watch as this large serpentine snake begins to seep its way through and towards you can't throw a rock you pick up
3: a rock and throw it at it, it just bounces off oh, of it I want okay. throw it at the lady oh okay roll and attack then yeah <laughs> Um, I throw a rock. I always actually intend, like, not to actually hurt her with it or anything, but more to get her attention by hitting her with it. But I miss to slightly decide, but she obviously notices. Yeah, she notices. I mean, looks, at me, looks at me in my um, I'm like, you lied to me. You're going to die here. She
1: looks to you and says, I think that you have larger worries. Take care. And she walks her way back down the stairs as this snake begins to hiss. That does it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Tune in next time to catch up with our heroes. And make sure you're also following our socials at Instagram so you can keep up with all the show announcements, artwork, episodes, and giveaways. We can't wait to hear from you. And remember, share this podcast to anyone who can't get enough of good stories, geeks out over narrative roleplay, And loves D&D. We'll see you next time.